Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. Let's go to Ephesians 4.1, if somebody could put that up, Ephesians 4.1. I want to talk to you tonight about transitional grace. It's really a short message because I want to give many of you a word and also release some uh, precious things to you. I believe there are some fresh anointings and some fresh places to go. I believe the Lord wants to do that. You know, uh, the, the word is good. I think you all know that I am a hardcore word of faith Amen. preacher, but I also believe in moving in the gifts of the spirit. And so uh, releasing that power is important uh, for people to receive. You just receive it just like you're like the quarterback's throwing something to you. You just take it because a lot of times, you know, uh, John the Baptist said that there was someone coming that was going to baptize those people in Holy Ghost and fire. The fire's not trouble. The fire is that part of God that comes in on you, the power of God that touches your life so much, it's like going to the dentist and getting laughing gas. You get so blasted, you don't care what they do in your mouth. You get so blasted with God that he can literally change some things in your soul if you'll believe for it. Amen. Are you at Ephesians? Do we have it? There we go. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So notice there's one of everything, just one of everything, one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one God, one Father, one baptism, but more than one grace. More than one grace, yet grace, God's undeserved favor, and we know it bigger than those words, uh, was given to each of us. Uh, indiscriminately, but in different ways. So there's grace for each of us, and there's graces for certain things. And so I want to talk to you about this transitional grace. Grace for transition. Now, all of your life, you're making transitions. All of your life, your baby to child, your child to teen, your teen to adult, your high school to college, your... Um, single to married, you're making all these transitions all the time, sometimes from one city to another, um, and there are higher callings. There are higher callings from milk to meat, uh, from borrower to lender. Have you ever thought of yourself in that way, that you're not the borrower, that you could actually be the lender? Um and then, of course, there is the higher calling of trading your cat in for the dog. <laughs> yes, amen. We have a dog-cat joke at the church, and the cat people still love me. Praise the Lord. But, um, and, and I love your cat. Don't send me any bad emails. Okay, so, <laughs> Lord, forgive me for lying on that one, but uh, <laughs> I'm kidding about that, too. Um, 
But, but listen, we're making course corrections, yeah. are we? Yeah. We're all in transition right now. We're all making these course corrections. Yeah. There's three major causes for transition. Number one is death. When someone around you goes to heaven, you have to make some transition. You have to make some change. When someone is absent, when, when someone who was here before is now gone, you have to make some transition. And then there's passage. When someone passes the baton to the next person, there, there has to be some transition, not for just those people, but all the people around them. Everybody in here right now is in transition, major transition. And... Uh, there are graces for all these transitions and grace will get out in front of you and lead you. Here's the secret. You have to let it. You have to let Holy Spirit comfort you. I, I remember one time I was going through, through something and uh, the Holy Spirit just shouted at me, you refuse to be comforted. And man, I took the correction. And I've really watched myself over the years to allow Holy Spirit to comfort me in the times that I need comfort. Right. Amen. So the secret is, is you have to be comforted. And um, I, I would say that in the past two years, we've all had to recalibrate for a number of reasons. The COVID, the, the, um, the interesting government right now, the, uh, everybody look straight ahead. Um, <laughs> Everything that, that goes on there, and we all have different opinions about that, and that's okay because America's free. You can have the opinion you want to. I'll stand for your freedom, whatever it is. But we all have different. Pastor John went to heaven. Sandy went to heaven. Um, I have Sherry Martin, a friend of ours, went to heaven. Uh, Gary, my other pe people left. Um, there, there's been a, a passage of the baton here in this church. But guess what? We all have the grace to do this. We can do this. We have the grace to move forward. And everybody who's gone to heaven would be so mad at us if we didn't. Because they are rooting us on and we're moving forward. And those, of us, those people that have passed the baton expect nothing less but for us to move forward in the grace of God and do what we need to do. Father God expects this out of us. Praise the Lord. Make myself happy. Praise Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. But you have to let it, and grace will lead you. Now, um, transitional grace is conditional. It's positional. It's locational. It's proportional, and it's theological. The Apostle Paul had a good thing going in Corinth. He was set up. They liked him. He's comfortable. Everything's looking good. He plants the church. He pastors the church. But oops, what happens? He's got to move on. He has to move on. He has to go do something else. He's called to do something else. He has to go from being pastor to father. Yeah. Yeah. He had to move on. He had to take up his next assignment. And it was a bigger assignment. So, so this, but this transitional grace, it's conditional. He had to say yes. He could have said, no, I'm not going any further. But he didn't. He went and he did it. 
Praise the Lord. He didn't pout about it. Now, he planted many churches. We see him planting Ephesus, and it turns into a huge church. And what happens? He, he has to give that church over to Timothy. So who has to change there? Timothy and the congregation. Then the whole congregation has to change. They have to step into the grace. Well, I'm not going anymore if Timothy's going to be the pastor. They didn't even know Timothy yet. Inheriting Timothy was a great thing because Timothy was wearing the same anointing that Paul was wearing. That's his son in the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So Paul said yes. Timothy said yes. The congregation said yes. And they moved forward in that grace that God had for them. It was a passage time. Grace also defines your place. And, and if you're not in your place, you won't feel secure. If you're in the wrong town, you don't feel so secure. If you're in the right town, you feel secure. If you're in the right church, you feel secure. If you're in the wrong church, you don't feel so secure all the time. It's, it's locational. It matters. I lived in Chicago for a while. Uh, Pastor John okayed us to run off and get out of debt years ago, remember? And uh, so we went to Chicago, and um, everybody said, two country girls going to Chicago. Y'all are just going to hate it. We loved it. It was an adventure. It was wonderful. And we also got to go to Bill Winston's church, which helped a lot. And so, um, but it was, it was really good time for us and it changed our life and it caused us to grow. It caused us to be able to do what we needed to do eventually. And so it, it changed our lives. Well, we, in the late nineties, uh, the early two thousands, we just wanted to follow Pastor John and Ann wherever they went. So we had gone out to Marble Falls. We planted the church, but we were like, let's just give it to somebody else. We want to go with them. And so the four of us, we schemed a business. And it was fun because we really got to know each other even better. But we just had so much fun. But what happened was, is we, Deb and I just could not be settled. We couldn't do it. The friendship was there. The love was there. The business was there. The work was there. I remember Jennifer calling in and Ann saying, she said, what are you doing, working like dogs? You know, we were just, we were just working on this thing, and, and it was going to go. But, but, but we couldn't settle. Grace is locational. We went back to Marble Falls, and we're in our 20th year. And it's a success. We've, we've raised up spiritual children that can run the whole thing. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And, um, and so this locational thing was right for us. Praise the Lord. So um, being there, being in that place is right. Then transitional grace is proportional. Now, this is important. When you step through and allow the grace of God to move you, this is when the Apostle Paul saw miracles. When he moved into his graces, it was proportional. He came up to a new level. He came up to a new level. So if you allow this grace in this time, in all that we're going through and all that we've been through, if you allow this grace to move you forward, signs and wonders will break out in this church. Signs and wonders will break out in your church and in your church and in your church. All those represented here. If we'll allow this grace to transition us, we can't stay back. We can't stop. It's a different world now. It's a very different world in, in many ways. 
Yes, because some people left, but also because of what's going on in the planet. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So it's proportional. You're going to, if you'll step into it, you'll begin to see things on a new level. Think of the times that you've went ahead and said yes, and you've taken on something, and boom, it just all breaks through. So amazing. So amazing how God does it. All of a sudden you go, hey, I can do this. This is working. Praise the Lord. It's so good. And then trans transitional grace is theological, just meaning that it'll affect your brain. You'll start realizing some things. You'll start realizing that the word works. You start moving into, you'll get a hold of the word and you'll go, yeah, this is good. I've got this. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is not a sermon on changing churches, okay? That's not what this is. They're moving away. You could do what God calls you to do, but I'm telling you that uh, right where we all are in all of our churches, there's transition happening. And we can come through these things. And I'm telling you, there are doors that are going to open like you wouldn't believe in the very near future. Amen? Amen. Um, if you'll do just what he calls you, calls you to do. I told the staff this morning and some of the visiting pastors, um, when someone has a baby, there's transition. And in that transition... You can't back out. You can't, you can't say, I'm not going to have the baby. I'm going home. Get me out of here. I got to go. It doesn't work that way. You're going to have the baby. And you're, they're saying, just get a no, no, no. You know, no, you're going to have it. There's no way around it. That's kind of the way the world is today. We're not going to ever be the same. But I'm going to tell you something. We're going to be better. I know, you know, I, I don't know what you're looking for. If you're looking for tribulation or whatever, I'm, I'm pre so pre-trib, I don't eat post-toasties. But y'all will get that later. So those of you that are old enough to know what post-toasties are. But I, I'm, I'm telling you that during those labor pains, they're hard. They hit hard. How many of you have been around someone that has a baby? Anybody, you had a baby? Okay. There's that hard pain, Ann. It's that hard pain. But what happens? It eases up. And we're about to see an ease. And when we do, you better run and get it. You better get out there and you better, because favor, 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 favor is going to happen. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's going to ease up. I kind of think it'll keep going. Well, you might want to think again because America will be great again. Amen. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. And for those of you that think this is great, well, praise the Lord. But I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be great again. God is pouring out his spirit. We are in the greatest awakening that's ever happened on planet Earth. People are running to God right now. I'm sure you've seen the tent meetings that are going on and the people that are getting saved. I hope you're watching that news and not the other news. I hope you're not just in propaganda. But, uh, man, the body of Christ is growing right now. People are growing. Life, I mean, there's miracles everywhere. Things are happening all over the place. There are victories all over the place. You just need to know where to look for them. 
Well, whatever I watch doesn't seem like it's very good. Well, you may need to watch something else. One thing you could watch is this. I've got good news for you. You're going to win more people to Jesus than you ever have. You're going to have more people in your church than you've ever had. You are. We uh, One morning in church, we're, we're this kind of church, you know, we're whatever the Holy Ghost says to do, we just do, you know. And uh, the Lord got on me and said, I, I want you to anoint everybody to win somebody to Jesus. And so they all came up, and, and when I got to Pastor Deb, the Lord said, tell her she'll be first. And before 6 o'clock that night, she'd already won somebody to Jesus. And two people, she said. And she's still on a roll. She'll come, you know, we'll, we'll all go get coffee or something, come back to the car, and we'll go, Where, where's Deb, where's Deb? She'll come to the car, here's the picture of Louise. She just got saved. You know, every, every few minutes, Miss Deb's wins somebody to the Lord, and we're grateful for that. But I'm telling you, it's going to be easy. People want to know. They're getting in some desperate situations, and they want to know. It doesn't look like everything's going very well, but it's going very well in the body of Christ. Very well. Amen. So we want to be able to um, come into these transitions and allow the Lord to recalibrate us. Now, when we get recalibrated, uh, we'll be better. But you'll have, to, you'll have to receive that. You'll have to accept, yes, Lord, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take the power of change. I'll take the power. You, yeah, uh, the the uh, old you will bow down to the new you. Just like uh, Saul did, Saul of Tarsus. He, he. I'm no. I'm sorry, King Saul. He, um, he turned into a new person when Samuel anointed him. Remember that. All of a sudden, he was prophesying with people. All of a sudden, he had favor. All of a sudden, he had increase. I'm telling you, we're in those days. We're in those days. This is a great outpouring. And, and I want to say this to you: this church, this church. Your church, your church, your church. We weren't made and we are not built to just hand out some hearing aids and wheelchairs. We cause the lame to walk, the blind to see, the ears to open. We're called to the supernatural, Pastor Derek. We're called to the supernatural. This is who we are, Ann. I just preached about you at the church where you jumped in the middle of that, that dead guy and raised him from the dead. I love that story. This is the power that's on us. And it's not just not on the five-fold ministers. It's on the people of God. It's on you. You can do this. And it's just as natural as it can be. Just as supernatural as it can be. I'm Roxanne Alexander, and I approve of this message. <laughs> you can vote for me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. It's time. It's time. You watch. There'll be an ease, and you can run and get it. And this time, there's a wealth transfer. There's a wealth transfer. You're like, well, where is it? Because it looks like things are tight. Oh, it's there. It's there. This is a time you're going to come out of debt. Well, uh, well I, I just don't see how. See, it's not about you seeing how. You just put your faith out there and you let God do the rest. You don't have to know how. 
Sometimes I scratch my head and look back over, how did we do this? How did this happen? How do we get to where we're going? How do we live in a debt-free house, debt-free cars, debt-free church? How do we do all those kind of things? Uh, God did it. We just believe. We just got on our faith and it happened. I got a prophetic word this morning that we're getting an airplane. You're like, well, what do you need with an airplane? Oh, honey, I need to be able to get to Raton fast. And, uh, you know, Brother Copeland, he's my spiritual father, and people give him a hard time about his airplane. But I I noticed nobody said anything when it was over there uh, helping those people in Afghanistan. And, And when they were down there doing all the stuff for the hurricane in Louisiana, it gets a little quiet around that time. You know, what do preachers need with, with airplanes? Uh, well, he needs one. Protect that anointing. Just like you need a building, he needs that. I'll take whatever God will give me. And he'll give me what I want. He will. He loves me. See, he loves this girl. And he'll, he'll give me. He'll give me what I need and what I want. God's good. He's about to bless you in your house. He's about to bless you right now. He's about to bless you. He wants to. Well, these days are hard, and I I feel bad because others, then that's the very reason why you need to be blessed, why you need to be smiling, why you need to be helping other people. If you're suffering from rejection, I can tell you how to get out quick. Get self out of center. Put Jesus in the center and you'll go another day and then you'll go another day and then you'll go another day and you'll be all right. And all of a sudden you're serving people, you're concerned about them and what they're doing and you'll move forward right out of your problems. You'll take the path right out. That's all you have to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.